Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Alex Parrot. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I am Victor Varnado, KSN. And I am Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. Alex Parrott, this page I'm excited about. This is how I found this page. So I was watching animal videos on TikTok. You know, I was just checking them out. And then the animal videos where people dub over their voices and animals talking really make me laugh. I don't care what it is, like if it's a dog and somebody dubs over a dog's voice or whatever. And then I was like, hey, I wonder if there's an animal out there who has a really large vocabulary. And eventually I found this page. This page. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You're so lucky we are recording remotely right now because I would straight up set you on fire. Set you on fire. Alex, May 1976 to 6th of September 2007, was a gray parrot and the subject of a 30-year experiment by animal psychologist Irene Pepperberg. Initially at the University of Arizona and later at Harvard University and Brandeis University. When Alex was about one year old, Pepperberg bought him at a pet shop. In her book, Alex and Me, Pepperberg describes her unique relationship with Alex and how Alex helped her understand animal minds. Alex was an acronym for Avian Language Experiment or Avian Learning Experiment. He was compared to Albert Einstein and at two years old was correctly answering questions made for six-year-olds. We love a qualitative longitudinal study. Yes, this is crazy 
exciting for me because as I read this, I was just like drinking in all of this information because it was a thing which I was like, I wonder if this existed. And this page was like, yes, and we're paying you off in spades. And I'm excited for one part of this so much. I'll tell you when we get there. It has a very cute photo of Alex and some colored blocks. Yep. He had a good time in his playroom. Aww. Before Pepperberg's work with Alex, it was widely believed in the scientific community that a large primate brain was needed to handle complex problems related to language and understanding. Birds were not considered to be intelligent, as their only common use of communication was mimicking and repeating sounds to interact with each other. However, Alex's accomplishments supported the idea that birds may be able to reason on a basic level and use words creatively. Pepperberg wrote that Alex's intelligence was on a level similar to dolphins and great apes. She also reported that Alex seemed to show the intelligence of a five-year-old human in some respects, and had not reached his full potential by the time he died. She believed that he possessed the emotional level of a two-year-old human at the time of his death. Hmm. Early life. Animal psychologist Irene Pepperberg bought Alex at a pet store while working as a researcher at Purdue University. She believed that Alex may have had his wings clipped when he was young, which could have prevented him from learning to fly. Training Alex's training used a model rival technique in which the student, Alex, observes trainers interacting. One of the trainers models the desired student behavior and is seen by the student as a rival for the other trainer's attention. The trainer and model rival exchange roles so the student can see that the process is interactive. Pepperberg reported that during times when she and an assistant were having a conversation and made mistakes, Alex would correct them. This technique helped Pepperberg succeed with Alex where other scientists had failed in facilitating two-way communication with parrots. In later years, Alex sometimes assumed the role of one of Pepperberg's assistants by acting as the model and rival in helping to teach a fellow parrot in the lab. Alex sometimes practiced words when he was alone. This is like blowing my <laughs> mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> I love that he's practicing words by himself. He's like, Chamomile? <laughs> Chamomile? I'm I'm more fascinated by the switching of roles where Alex helped become the model for other parrots. Yes. Like, that's wild. That's wild. Although I don't love that model in general. That is fascinating. Wiki listeners, I think it's time that we take a little bit of a break. Thank you so much. For listening. Wiki listeners, thanks for listening and taking a break with us. We hope you thought about Alex as you listened to those messages. Accomplishments. Pepperberg did not claim that Alex could use language, instead saying that he used a two-way communication code. Listing Alex's accomplishments in 1999, Pepperberg said he could identify 50 different objects and recognize quantities up to six that he could distinguish seven colors and five shapes and understand the concepts of bigger, smaller, same, and different, and that he was learning over and under. Alex passed increasingly difficult tests measuring whether humans have achieved Piaget's substage six object permanence. 
Alex showed surprise and anger when confronted with a non-existent object or one different from what he had been led to believe was hidden during the tests. Oh my god, this parrot really is like a two-year-old. Alex had a vocabulary of over 100 words, but was exceptional in that he appeared to have understanding of what he said. For example, when Alex was shown an object and asked about its shape, color, or material, he could label it correctly. He could describe a key as a key no matter what its size or color and could determine how the key was different from others. This bird has schemas. Looking at a mirror, he said, What color? And learned the word gray after being told gray six times. This made him the first and only non-human animal to have ever asked a question let alone an existential one. Apes who have been trained to use sign language have so far failed to ever ask a single question. Alex's ability to ask questions as well as to answer to Pepperberg's questions with his own questions is documented in numerous articles and interviews. Alex, Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Alex was said to have understood the turn-taking of communication and sometimes the syntax used in language. He called an apple a binary, pronounced as rhyming with some pronunciations of canary, which a linguist friend of Pepperberg's thought to be a combination of banana and cherry, two fruits he was more familiar with. Alex could add, to a limited extent correctly giving the number of similar objects on a tray, Pepperberg said that if he could not count, the data could be interpreted as his being able to estimate quickly and accurately the number of something better than humans can. When he was tired of being tested, he would say, Wanna go back? Meaning he wanted to go back to his cage. And in general, he would request where he wanted to be taken by saying, Wanna go? protest if he was taken to a different place and sit quietly when taken to his preferred spot. He was not trained to say where he wanted to go, but picked it up from being asked where he would like to be taken. If the researcher displayed irritation, Alex tried to diffuse it with the phrase, I'm sorry. <laughs> if he said, want a banana, but was offered a nut instead, he stared in silence, asked for the banana again, or took the nut and threw it at the researcher, or otherwise displayed annoyance before requesting the item again. When asked questions in the context of research testing, he gave the correct answer approximately 80% of the time. This is great because what they described with trying to hand a pet a treat that it doesn't want, it just basically confirms the thought process that our pets have when they're being little asses. It's true. My rabbit does something similar. She doesn't talk, of course, but... If you try to get her to eat a piece of hay while you're playing with her and she doesn't want it, she will take it and throw it. <laughs> Once Alex was given several different colored blocks, two red, three blue, and four green, similar to the picture above. That's the picture that we were talking about at the top where he's playing with blocks, everyone. Pepperberg asked him, What color three? Expecting him to say blue. However, as Alex had been asked this question before, he seemed to have become bored. He answered, Five. This kept occurring until Pepperberg said, Fine, what color five? Alex replied, None. 
This was said to suggest that parrots, like humans, get bored. Sometimes Alex answered the questions incorrectly despite knowing the correct answer. Preliminary research also seems to indicate that Alex could carry over the concept of four blue balls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. The concept of four blue balls of wool on a tray to four notes from a piano. Pepperberg was also training him to recognize the symbol four as four. Alex also showed some comprehension of personal pronouns. He used different language when referring to himself or others, indicating a concept of I and you. In July 2005, Pepperberg reported that Alex understood the concept of zero. If asked the difference between two objects, he also answered that, but if there was no difference between the objects, he said none, which meant that he understood the concept of nothing or zero. In July 2006, Pepperberg discovered that Alex's perception of optical illusions was similar to human perception. They have one sentence on that. That's it. That was the whole sentence about that. Yeah. <laughs> Pepperberg was training Alex to recognize English graphemes in the hope that he would conceptually relate an English written word with the spoken word. He could identify sounds made by two letter combinations such as SH and OR. And this is the part that I was waiting for to read. Oh, this no. is the saddest paragraph. And this, this is great. Death. Alex's death on 6th of September 2007 at age 31 came as a surprise as the average lifespan for a gray parrot in captivity is 45 years. His last words, You be good. I love you. See you tomorrow were the same words that he would say every night when Pepperberg left the lab. That is devastating. Um, <laughs> I have heard of this parrot. As we've been reading it, I knew it sounded familiar. And then we got to that line and I'm like, yep, I have learned about this parrot in some psychology classes. That is devastating. <laughs> They definitely, like in all the textbooks, they are sure to include that line. I promise you. How could you not? It is, yeah. you can't forget. I know. <laughs> We're about to get to the criticisms paragraph, which I'm hoping covers a lot of the thoughts that I've been having through this article. So here we go. Criticisms. Some academics are skeptical of Pepperberg's findings, asserting without data or peer-reviewed publication concerning Alex's data that Alex's communications is operant conditioning. See, that's what I've been thinking this whole time. Nim Chimpsky, a chimpanzee, was thought to be using language, but there is some debate over whether he simply imitated his teacher. Herbert Terrace, who worked with Nim Chimpsky, says he thinks Alex performed by rote rather than by using language. Without peer-reviewed publication, he claims Alex's responses are a complex, discriminating performance, adding that he believes that in every situation... There is an external stimulus that guides his response. However, researchers that have actually worked with Alex and published data on him say he was able to talk to and perform for anyone involved in the project, as well as complete strangers who recorded findings. Yeah, you get him, Alex. <laughs> no, I just like, I believe that this was an intelligent bird, but like, I do feel that a lot of this probably was operant conditioning. 
you know what? I understand where you're coming from, but I'm on the other side where I think the parrot did his thing. Why? Because often I will tell people something that I think sounds miraculous, and then people choose the safety of not believing that something can be miraculous, even though there may be a great deal of evidence saying that something can be miraculous. And so I understand that you want to remain in that relative safety. It's not even about the safety. It's just if you look at how animals and especially vocal birds interact with trainers, and then you also look at like all of the animal psychology research, it's just unlikely that Alex thought that much for himself like we want him to have. You're just scared of talking birds. I'm not. You're scared of talking birds. I love a talking Straight bird. Straight up. You scared Wiki of talking listeners, birds. Send us videos of your talking birds. I really want to see them. But when <laughs> I say too. talking birds, I literally mean like, like speaking, aviating animals. This has been the Wikipedia page for Alex Parrot. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter. Get it? Twitter? Because birds? Which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your intelligent pet. <laughs> with your intelligent With your I don't intelligent know if that pet. came out exactly as you might have wanted it to. <laughs> if there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. We'll read it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.